Hey, love. Thank you for tuning into Delightful Legacy Podcast. I'm your host, the one and only Sinead Z. Haywood, and I'm here with my good friend today, Tina Aizan, who came to put some Aizan on the cake. Yes. Tina, I'm pretty sure these people want to know what is delightful legacy. I mean, the name is self-explanatory. What does the word delightful mean? What does the word legacy mean? Delightful means to be pleasant, uplifting, happy, pleasurable. And we know what legacy means to leave some form of inheritance to a descendant of yours. So that's what delightful legacy is. This podcast, we're going to talk about the adversities that stops us from leaving that delightful legacy. You know, you want to have something pleasant to leave behind, whether it's your name for a relative to stand on or finances that your relative can live off of and to create more generational wealth for his or her own. So what does delightful legacy mean to you, Tina? So I just want to build on what you just said about leaving a legacy first. So a lot of times you build stuff in, like me, for instance, I have uh, two lines, Bath and Beauty and Household Cleaner Products. But I see my children are not interested in that legacy. So what do we do now? That's a good question, because we do have a lot of people who are happy at the jobs that they're doing. That's going to create that form of generational wealth. For an example, my sister, she's doing very, very well. Very proud of her. Dana Christian, very proud of, you, proud of you, my little niece, Fatima Fain, Shaylin Davis. I mean, Fatima Clark, Shaylin Davis, they're all doing wonderful things. And my sister husband as well. Everybody's doing something in my family. So, you know, but they might be doing something that doesn't be pleasing to their child. Like I have a saying where chase your passion, not the paycheck. Because when you chase your passion, the paycheck will follow. So if your kids don't want to do what you've created, that generational wealth pathway, what do you do? That's a good question. I have no clue because I don't have no kids. Okay. So, so you're asking the wrong person. All right. So I have I have three kids because people just want stuff to be given to them. Even though, like my son, he know how to make cologne. Uh, my daughter, she can make bath salt. But it's something that they're truly not interested in. It's, it's forced upon because they see me doing it. So it's something that they, they do because they see it being done. It's just like learning how to cook. So I'm trying to instill in them to, if you don't want my legacy, create your own. I don't care that you're 10. It starts from somewhere. Like I always say, learning starts from day one. Yes. How you start does not have to be the way how it's finished. Although I don't have any kids, I talk to my nephews, great nephews and nieces and them all the time. At least tell them like, look, if you order, first of all, let's start with this. If you automate any form of a business, because we're living in a form of technology where it's not about being manual. Everything is about your mental now. There's no more hands-on. So if you automate any business, it can run smoothly for them to where they see, oh, I don't even have to put that much work into this to get the money. This You can use this money to further on what you want to do, your passion. This might be the paycheck for your, for your passion to get you to your passion. So explain to the people how you automate a business, for instance. Okay, for, for instance, I am pursuing motivational speaking. What would be the first step? First step to get an LLC. How do you go about getting an LLC? You contact my niece. Property Solutions. Shameless plug. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, Priority Solutions. You contact my niece, Priority Solutions, on Instagram. She can help you with the LLC. That's the first key thing. Always establish the foundation of any business. Make sure all legal aspects is, is handled. 
So now we've got that done. So now we have a name for your brand, which is Delightful Legacy. That's my brand. Just like you have your brand. Ice and products. Okay. So the first thing you did was get the LLC. Next after that, I would say marketing, website, building on your brand, website, marketing. Once you get that established, you will be able to automate it from there. There's some, plenty of ways, plenty of ways. You can have it set up to where you can have, they have, um, what you call it? I can't think right now. You know, I used to smoke a lot of weed. So my memory is kind of fucked up. Excuse oh, me, people. she's burnt out. No, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be very, very transparent on this podcast because I feel transparency is the way to go. I'm no different from anybody that's else out there. I'm getting everything started. So, but back to the answer to your question, how do you automate a business? I really don't know. How do you automate a business? Okay, so I would think automate is having something run on autopilot. So for me, with ice and products, it would be a person that would order every 30 days. So every 30 days, I will automate their shipping. So I know every 30 days they want their body butter, they want their monthly supply. So I will put that on a, a automation which would, would be, um, they would have to, you know, I would take the money from their, their credit card monthly and ship. I'll, I'll put it on an autopilot to ship every month at the same time. So if they want their products to be delivered to them on, on or around the 15th, on or around the 15th, I'll take that payment or whatever date they specify that they wanted that payment taken out and I'll ship their 30-day supplies of the products. That's a good way. So pretty much is some form of a structure to automate it. They have websites, apps for everything for everything and when i say everything i mean everything something that can hold your schedule to where like if okay for example we're getting ready to get into the whole real estate investor thing i kind of figured out how to automate it now we're going to schedule a way to we don't step on each other's toes as far as doing a cold call and every door direct mailing so we don't have to constantly send out the same marketing campaign strategy we're going to use to attract leads they'll get aggravated with us they're not going to respond back to us so it's pretty much like having some form of a structure going on okay i think that's the way you go about automating i'm not tech savvy so you're asking the wrong well it's the way to start i asked you because you you brought it up so i wanted to be clear for the audience to give them a better understanding of what it is you need to do to automate your business or service so she's going to be that kind of co-host and want to ask me questions. She know I ain't got no answer to because no, I'm not tech savvy. It's okay. You don't have to be tech savvy to um, understand how you would automate your business. Now, the fact that I don't know how to automate a business, will that stop me from having the confidence and courage to start a business? Because I think we are all capable of starting some form of a business. I think we were all made created with some form of a gift or a skill that if we utilize properly and master it it will create some form of revenue for us whatever that is if you want to be an artist basketball player or if you work hard at it you'll be able to achieve it a lot of us don't really want to work hard no more but we want we want to reap the benefits of that basketball player or that reality show people that's on the reality tv you know, we want the glitz and the glamour. Yeah, absolutely right about that. So I had a, a, a young girl, right? And I asked her, she said she wants to become an exhibitionist, right? So I asked her, what is she going to do to start that? She's only 16, so she really can't work in it yet. But I said, well, aren't you going to study and research and do, you know, which, what's necessary to start this business? So 
Three days later, when I seen her, I asked her, I said, so what's up? Did you do anything? She was like, no, I'm not really going to do it because you have to know, um, you know, your client's skin type. I said, well, research that. Start on yourself. What type of skin you have, whether or not your skin is oily or dry. You have to research the products and what what essential oils, what type of um creams and lotions and moisturizer will work for what type of skin. But if she's not even willing to do the work, how good are you going to be? Like you have to master your craft starting from day one. Don't wait to get into the business to want to discover whether or not what I need to do. Start researching. You have to do your research and development early. I think that's what really stops people from becoming successful. It's having that courage and that confidence. You know, there's like three types of courage out. There's many types of courage. It's a, a way of courage, having courage to do something. The types that I came up with that I really want to hit on is social courage, physical courage, and spiritual courage. Courage and confidence go hand in hand. You can't have confidence without having courage and vice versa. If you have the courage to do something first, you will automatically do have the confidence to see it through. I think where we mess up that is we doubt ourselves so much. That doubt that a lot of us have, and I have it still to this day. Like it took me a long time to say, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and do this podcast. I went and got all the equipment, you guys. Went and got the resources to help me do it. And still didn't do it. I let a whole month go by. Why? Because I didn't have that courage and that confidence. I'm different. I'm not educated like everybody else, but I'm not stupid neither. But we have that self-doubt that tells us, oh, you can't do it. And you have to see past that. So... That's why I'm here today to see past it. So let me say this. A month is really not a long time to take to get started because sometimes like, again, I'll say research and development. So in that 30 days, I'm sure you did some form of research and development. You just can't come out there and just say, hey, I'm doing it and don't research your topics. Don't research what you're going to do, what you're going to say, the type of equipment you need. So it, it has to be a start. And that's why it's good to set goals. Yes. Excellent to set goals. And not just set goals. Get a mentor, get a friend, somebody that believes in your passion, your dreams and your goals to hold you accountable, to make sure you get it done. Like I told Tina this months ago, like I really want to do a podcast because we need to get back to our roots. You know, we call, we all descent from something that's great. And it's like, we lost focus. And why do we lose focus? Because of society today, we're told what beautiful is when we open up a cover of a magazine or we cut on the TV. We're told what successful is. Successful can mean many of things. Like you could be successful in your marriage, successful in your education, successful within yourself, having self-love. A lot of people don't love themselves, you know, and with that, without loving yourself, that's what causes that self-doubt and you will not start anything. So yes, I did. I did my research first. I got with somebody that's already doing a podcast. I have somebody that's holding me accountable. So now it's time to take action. You can have all of that and still not take action. At the end of the day, it starts with confidence and courage to take the action to do what you got to do. If you don't do what you got to do, you remain stagnant. Well, that's true. You do have, I mean, you said everything. You have the accountability partner, which is one, um, setting goals. It was a lot that you said, and those are the things that it takes to get started. And sometimes you're right. You just have to put your best foot forward and have the courage. You have to be courageous enough to do anything. And a lot of times people just, just scared. Fear holds you back. And you know what I got to say with that? We all live with fears. Just don't let fears outlive you. Well, that's true. And I that mean, comes from out of my quote, my book of quotes. Press on quotes for growth. Okay. So when is that scheduled to release? Next month. Great. Um, Next month. I can't wait. Next month. The first, the first week in March. 
It's an inspirational book full of quotes and my perception of my quotes. And it leaves a little part for you to annotate some notes of your own because my train of thoughts is not the same as your train of thoughts. You're going to get some form of a different interpretation from what I, I come up with. But that's actually the number one quote in that book is we all live with fears. Just don't let fears outlive you because you can't. And that made me, I actually got that from Les Brown. <laughs> one of my favorite. One of my favorites too. One of my favorite motivational speakers. He said, and I can't say it word for word, but he pretty much said in a nutshell, if you die today or tomorrow, and if you're, all your dreams and all your goals could look down at you, all the things you could have accomplished, do you really want that? Like, I don't want to die and looking down at me is that WNBA basketball player I could have became or that cartoonist when I was little, when I wanted to do cart to be a cartoonist and do voice voiceovers or the motivational speaker or the, the, the rapper. Cause I still got bars. Don't get it twisted. I, hey, you know, so I'm not mad, but do I really want all of them to look at me and say, you didn't give us a chance to live. Mm -hmm. You didn't give us a chance to breathe and shine light on the world. Cause we're all spiritually connected. That's why I feel like it's also selfish of you to not try to go for your passions because those passions might open up doors for the next person. Leaving that legacy. Create your delightful legacy. Creating, and that's what this podcast is about. It's about leaving a legacy. So I'm just glad to hear that the book is going to be coming out, launching, and you'll have a release for it next month because that's good. That's I'm waiting on that. I definitely want to read some of your quotes and see how you interpret it. And I want to interpret it some myself and see how I'm going to interpret some of your quotes as well. And you know what's so funny is the way this book came about was I was really trying to uplift and motivate myself. Suffering with depression and anxiety is hard. You deal with a lot of self-doubt, the little voices in the back of your head telling you you can't do it. You're not smart enough. You're not pretty enough. You're not young enough. You're not enough, 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 enough of the enough. Right. You know, I'm, I'm, right. I'm, where, I'm where I need to be and what I, what I got, I'm going to work with. Simple as that. And that's what made me start it. But I'm I was glad so, you did. I was actually at work and had my phone because I was writing everything on my phone and I sat the phone down and, you know, us black people, nosy as we want to be. The young lady was looking. She said, oh, what's that? That's a book? I said, oh, that's something I'm writing to uplift myself. She was like, do you mind if I read it? I said, go ahead. You're already reading it. Nosy. Nosy. So she started laughing. So she mm -hmm. read it. She was like, hey, this is really good. Like, are you writing? Is this going to be a book? I said, no, it's really for myself. She was like, yo, you got me ready to cry right now because the first, first quote is, we all live with fears. Just don't let fears outlive you. She said, I'm sitting here and I have something I really want to do, but I'm so scared to do it. I have so much doubt and I don't believe in myself enough to do it. And I told her, she was like, well, what made you want to write that? She said, why is that your first quote? Right. I said, because like you, I have a lot that I want to do, but I'm scared to do it. And I refuse to die. And I told her the whole Les Brown <laughs> quote and everything, not word for word, because you know, my memory is right. shot, shot. 
forget you. But that's that's good. And that's, that's how I started. And that you usually that's how it works because it's just confirmation. So yes. that was confirmation for the lady and confirmation for you. The lady's confirmation was don't doubt yourself and don't let fear outrun you. And your confirmation was to write the book. Yes. So yes. um, you know, it's definitely a a, a bonus. Like I, I believe in uh confirmation, getting confirmation when you hear something more than once and it just comes to you and it's just confirmation that it's something that you need to do. A lot of people don't pay attention to what people are saying to them so they don't pay attention to the confirmation and so they miss it so but when you get the confirmation you need to go and do what you need to do right you need to follow up and there's different ways that you can receive that confirmation like i'm a firm believer that god talked to you talks to you through different people different things and sounds sounds meaning music like, you know, God bless my mother's soul. She comes to me through music all the time and let me know, like, you got this. It's okay. Like, on my way, driving in the car, coming here to set up to do this podcast, I happen to click the radio on. What song comes on? Go Girl, It's Your Birthday by Trey Songz. <laughs> that was literally the last song my mom's heard mm. before I left out of that hospital room. I had a cell phone at the time that had a radio attached to it and it was playing and she, you know, she couldn't talk. She was like, mm, mm, what was that? And I told her what it was. So anytime when I hear that and it comes on out the blue, like what radio say? That's 2009. Come on. This is almost right. what, oh, 10 years ago. It's past 10 years now. We're in 2020. New vision. Like when, who, what, who, what radio station is playing that in the middle of the day out of the blue? Not often. And then not only that, I walk past a lady. She's wearing one of my mother's favorite fragrances. So that was confirmation. Like I'm here with you. Go ahead. You got it. Right. And then another way too is through objects on the walls or just reading something you might open up your your instagram and something might you might read it and it might just jump out you jump out at you and touch you that's another form of confirmation we don't take heed to that we're lost no it's true but like i said a lot of people just don't pay attention and if you're not if you don't have some form of spirituality you will miss a lot of things and so you have to be connected to something and if you're not connected you're just out of the realm yeah, And so that's probably why people miss their marks because they're not connected to anything. So that spiritual, that spiritual being that, you know, is coming through, through your mother, like through the music, through visions, through, you know, sometime in dreams, you able to understand that because you believe in something higher. Yes. So pretty much the message that we're trying to leave today is confidence versus courage. Go ahead and do it. Don't let your fears linger on on this world and stop you from leaving that delightful legacy. So my delight for the day was we all live with fears. Just don't let fears outlive you. And one of my quotes that I love is from Albert Einstein. Life is like riding a bicycle. To keep your balance, you must keep moving. And that's our show for today. Thank you.